All right, everybody, how's it going tonight? So this is going to be a pretty simple video for the most part. I just wanted to talk about um, well, just a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things to always talk about if uh, when it comes to the markets. And uh, I guess the one thing that's been concerning me the most about the markets is uh, is the fact that the saver, people who save money, they're going to be fucked. People who invest the stock market and the real estate market in the long term will be ultimately fine. Those are two markets that are virtually inflation-proof. However, saving money is not inflation-proof. I'm sorry. The money you save today, if you're just saving just for the sake of saving for later retirement, retirement, really, really the dumbest thing you could ever do is save money. Really stupid. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, you're, you're better off just having actively producing it. I can't remember the exact term. But basically, an asset that does things for you is, oh, yes, yeah, a working asset, right? It's an asset that does things, right? It, has, it produces something, right? Coca-Cola stock. Coca-Cola is a company that produces products. It's a working asset. Uh, Non-working assets would be, like, gold, silver, etc., and things that basically don't produce anything but are there and have value. Value goes up over time. Through appreciation, essentially. Um, you could also consider, depending on the property, real estate as a... Um, it's a tough one for me on real estate. I would consider real estate a working asset, mainly because it does produce... Um, it, it, it provides a service and provides in a sense, it provides a service in the, in the sense of people get to be sheltered in a home, an apartment, basically, um, stuff like that. So yeah, working assets like real estate, um, working assets like stocks, basically just buying companies, essentially, um, those allow you to, uh, those allow you to collect money while holding on to them which is really great. Dividends are, fa are one of the best things in the world. Also, if you have real estate, you can rent it out and get paid actively in rent. So if you're renting out homes that you own or apartment complexes or anything like that, or even owning real estate investment trusts or several of them, you get paid something. You get money coming in just for holding on to it and maintaining it. You know, so it's, it's, uh, there's multiple ways to do this, but having your money stored, and this is what I tell everybody, like having your money stored away in a, um, <laughs> in your savings account in your bank is really a bad idea. I'm not going to down people for thinking it's a good idea because we've been taught this our whole lives. You know, we've been taught that saving money matters and it helps. No, it doesn't. Saving money is probably the dumbest thing you could ever do. Now, I am not suggesting that you use money to go buy stupid shit. No. Bad idea. You need to use money as a tool to gain more money. And by as, as a tool, I mean use it to gain assets, to buy assets. I mean, it's great. I, I, I am protected against inflation at all times because I'm constantly investing my money. Constantly putting it in different sectors. I, I even go as far as betting against the market and betting for it. 
And being able to successfully do that as well, it took a while. It takes a while to set that up. Um, but thanks to no commission fees, I'm able to do it. Point I want to make to all you guys is um, we're living in an interesting time. Really interesting time. And uh, things are getting a little scary. I'll admit it. A lot of uncertain times. And, you know, I do this show to help people not just prepare for those times, but while times are decent, it is okay to get into the market. You still got to keep cash on hand. Though. And now you're probably thinking, well, why would I keep cash on hand when you told me not to save it? Well, you want to keep cash on hand in your brokerage account for when there's a great deal. You don't want to put all... You see, here's the thing. The market's really overvalued right now. So there is a possibility of a market crash, right? So what you want to do is keep money on the side in your brokerage account so you can use that as buying power to buy great companies at lower prices or even buy index funds that are like S&P 500-based ones at lower prices. You just, you just got to play it smart, man. You got to buy the S&P 500 on the dip. You got to buy the Coca-Colas, 3Ms, blah, blah, blah. I will admit the S&P 500 index funds are really, really overvalued right now. So it may be possible, it may be a good idea for everybody to go for like a Russell 2000, which actually the PE ratio, surprisingly, for a Russell 2000 is really low, but it's a little riskier. I, I, there are risks to the Russell 2000. There's less risk in, the, uh, in owning the Vanguard S&P 500 or the uh, Spider S&P 500 index funds. Those are either two great choices. Um, but seriously, folks, Putting your money in index funds is better than putting it in a savings account because at least your money is working for you. When your money is in a savings account, I guess what great analogy would be if you put your money in a savings account is the equivalent of a really lazy person sitting on a couch doing nothing. Your money is, think of your money as a person, right? That's a really weird thing to think about, but let's just think about it this way. It's a person. Put it in, put this in the savings account. The savings account is basically like a couch. It sits on. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't produce anything. It's just there. And as it's there in the savings account, it deteriorates over time. You know, money that sits, money that's just money that you have, its value does deteriorate because of inflation. Because there's so much money being printed, it's like you gotta you gotta keep this in mind. You don't want you don't want to be the victim of this hyperinflation. That's all I gotta say. At least in the stock market, stocks are typically, and I would like to say stocks, in the short term, they're not inflation proof. Because whenever whenever there's an inflation scare, I notice that there's a bit of a dip. If there's a if there's like a crazy inflation scare, that it does dip down for a little bit. But that's just think of it as an opportunity to buy. I buy during those times. I love buying during those times. It's like the best time to buy. But, um, you know, there's just a lot of ways to do this. And is there a wrong way to do it? Sure. There's a wrong way to do a lot of stuff in this life, I'll tell you. Um, but I think if you're smart about it, and if you play the games intelligently, you can do this. I have a lot of faith in people, you know. I think. Uh, 
we're so discouraged on a day-to-day basis that um to even take action on things that matter um and i just i i want to see people try you know and i think if you took the money that you're saving and you stored it in your brokerage account as buying power to find great assets at low prices. I'm talking about good companies, great companies, stellar companies, no risk. The the most riskless companies you could think of that'll pay you money just to buy and hold. Trust me, you can get a fatter dividend per year than you would get in your savings account. Savings accounts are so bad. Such a bad idea. Uh, It's... And people, I, I get a lot of I get a lot of flack from my generation about this, but I this is what I sincerely believe, you know. Um, it, well, and I don't even know why I get flack for this because it's it's logical. You print too much money, it it has less value, and our government keeps printing more and more money, so the money that we have becomes less and less valuable. Therefore, it affects. Um, well, it also affects demand as well for products and supply. So it is a lot of it affects a lot of things negatively. And if you it's economics 101, if you are constantly debasing, devaluing your currency, it, it it causes a lot of problems, a lot. And what we're doing right now by increasing the deficit even more than we have been, it's game over. You know, the the people who get screwed the most are people like you and me. I mean, okay, then again, I don't really get screwed over because I'm prepared for the re- the ramifications of all this. I've been very prepared for a while. Um, but people like you who may not have the strategies I have, that's why I share these strategies with everybody because the truth is I don't want people to be the victims to inflationary forces. They're not pretty. Um, inflation, when it rears its ugly head, it, it'll affect you. It'll affect you in so many ways. Inflation's not good. It's not positive. It's not fun. And that's why I'm trying to encourage you guys to, 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 to instead of saving your money, but it, it, here, here's the thing. Don't buy stupid things, you know, and this is something I, I'm not the biggest Gary Vaynerchuk fan in the world. I think he's a little over the top and I like it, but I, I don't agree with him on some things and sometimes he's a little frustrating to me, but I do agree with him on one thing and one thing only. Don't buy dumb shit. It's so simple. You know, if you if you st- if you cut back on some of the creature comforts, you find you're a lot stronger than you realize. And I think we're so we're a society that encourages these comforts. And, and look, comfort's not bad. I think it's good to relax. Don't get me wrong. I don't think everybody should be on edge or always like feeling like garbage. But if you think back to our ancestors, and if you kind of think back even further you might get a better understanding of how you can adapt without some of these stupid things you thought you needed. For instance, do you really need that Starbucks mocha latte or whatever people drink at Starbucks or, or, or Dutch Brothers or whichever place you decide to go? Do you really need to always eat out at a fancy restaurant? No, you could probably make something at home. You know, cook a few burgers, do whatever you got to do. My point, point I'm trying to like really make right here really trying to lay down on you guys is if you save money it's like warren buffett says it's like saving sex for your old age it's just not a good idea 
That's why I want you guys to just put some money in an index fund and keep the rest of it in your brokerage account. I think put the problem with putting money in your savings account is you're encouraging yourself not to do anything with them. You're encouraging it to sit there. And this is a psychological thing. This is so psychological, it's not even funny. That's why I tell people, if you want a savings account, fine, but put like just 20 bucks in there. You know what I mean? Just put 20 bucks and just let it be. I only have like eight bucks in my savings account. I'm not even kidding you guys. I don't believe, saving money is the dumbest thing that we've ever been taught. And I have a theory behind this. It's a bit of a whacked out conspiracy theory, but public schools, most of us went to them. I went to them. Uh, my girlfriend went to them. My parents went to them. Public schools, right? They love to teach people. I remember my teachers encouraging money saving. And I was like, yeah, at a young age, I didn't think about it much. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't think much of it, though. I just didn't know much about economics when I was in middle school or when I was a freshman in high school. I didn't know shit about it, you know. As I got older, though, I really started understanding more of it, you know. And thank God I, I started understanding more of it by, like, my senior year. That's another reason why I didn't go to college. I, I was afraid to take out a student loan because I, I had heard horror stories and I, of people who couldn't pay back their student loans. And I was like, ooh, do I want to take on that kind of responsibility and debt? And I really thought about it, and I, I, I told myself, no. I will not do that. Um, and I've seen a lot of people take on massive amounts of debt. You know, it's, it's wild <laughs> because of it. <sighs> I just, the point is saving money. Also, going into debt's actually not a bad thing either. It's what your debt, what it's it's what you're using the money for that matters. If you're using it for college and you're not too sure what you're doing, that's why I never went to college. I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do. I didn't have my head on straight. I think it's so bad to go to college when your head's not on straight. My head was screw loose. I'm still a screw loose, but I kind of figured out what I wanted to do. Um, my goal at this point though is to is to continue to gain riches, right? Um, make my life better, but also make my girlfriend's life better, make my family's life better. My girlfriend's a part of my family, so that's like a big deal to me. Um, trying to make everybody's lives better, you know. Um, I do like, uh, I like doing this because I actually make money off the podcast. I make money off the YouTube videos when people click on my referral links and sign up, but uh, I make more money in the markets, though. And the whole goal is just to keep multiplying this money um not buying flashy things i don't need to be a baller you know i always say i'm a baller and i'm like you know i'm like yo 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 i'm a baller yo but i'm just really out to make money not for myself not to be a selfish cunt but to be selfish now in order to get the money to selflessly give the money in the future to my family um i know i definitely want to have a kid with my girlfriend so i you know, I want to make sure that by the time that happens, we're super financially abundant. The goal is financial abundance. You know, I try to think in I try to think in terms of financial abundance. Like I always think that there's always money flowing at me. There's always money coming towards me. There's always things I can 
keep doing and um, get more money. That's just an important way to think. Um, is it a little bit selfish? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just know that I know what I'm doing when I get the money. See, when I get money from my podcast or when I get money from uh, Bitcoin or whatever I'm doing, I'm taking that money and I'm throwing it right into assets that I know will make me more money. I'm being smart about it. I'm being a little patient about it. Um, but I'm not looking for the instant gratification. I am totally fine delaying my gratification. I must delay my gratification. It's necessary. Um, yeah, the whole point is, is just to do, when you delay the gratification, you can... I mean, people think, well, well, if I'm saving money, I'm delaying my gratification. Sure you are. You're practicing delayed gratification, which is great. It's a great practice, but here's the thing. Uh, Michael Jordan said it best, and I love using this analogy. You can practice shooting the basketball for a while, right? You could practice years shooting the basketball. But if your form is wrong, you're just really good at shooting the basketball incorrectly, right? Or in a, in a way that doesn't really work in the long run. Um, same goes with money. You could practice different things with money, right? You could practice saving. You could practice, well, I should say you could practice different forms of delayed gratification with money, but not all forms of delayed gratification with money are created equal. Uh, you know, saving money is not a good form of delayed gratification. Not a good form. Just because of inflation. Buying assets, though, that's buying and holding assets is, is one way of delaying your gratification. It'll allow you to gain. It's a working asset, so it allows you to gain more money over time. Get that money coming in. Um, and it grows. The value appreciates for the asset, but at the same time, you're getting money every three months. You're getting, or depending on the dividends, maybe a month. And it just keeps coming. Boom, boom, boom. Keep. I don't know what I'm doing with my tongue. It's a little disturbing. Um, what I'm trying to get at is, I hope I just want I just hope this really helps you guys. I know this is a little bit ridiculous, but uh, I do these videos not only for you, but I do this for my family if they ever want to watch these videos. I do this for, you know, when I say my family, my my girlfriend's also included because she means a lot to me, and I I don't want her to fall victim any more than she has. Um, I don't think she's a victim in any way. Just FYI, I just think that. I just don't want her to fall into any more uh, money booby traps. Money booby traps are terrible. They exist. And I, we're so pressured in today's society to be glamorous and, and really care what people think. I don't care what people think at the end of the day. And I want to just help. Like, it's disturbing how much I want to help. You know, and I, I can't force my information on anybody, nor would I ever try. But I really do want to push it out there and be like, hey, guys, I'm here. Look at me. Let's talk about this. Let's I want to be a coach to many people. That's why I love podcasting and I love YouTube. Because being on YouTube, I can be like a college professor professor without having to put in the hours at the fucking school, you know, at the college. You know, I could be the professor and be at home you know, and use this as my lecture hall, 
this is my lecture hall. This is my symposium. You know, this is my, what do you call those things? What do you call those lectures? I'm, I'm going on and on about this, but it's going to bug me for the rest of the night if I don't remember what the other, what the other term is. Um, I'm snapping my fingers. Kind of stuff. Um, seminar. Oh, my God. Seminar. A seminar is another thing. So these are kind of like like live seminars I do. They're not as flashy or glamorous as most would be, but I have such a good time doing it. There's nothing more rewarding than knowing people get good info from these. I think, you know, people may not like my style. And it's like it's like Gary Vaynerchuk or uh, Grant Cardone. Jordan Belfort, they have different styles. Not everybody likes their these particular people's style, but you can't sell your products to everybody. Now, what is, what's really funny about this is I'm selling my information for free. I don't make you pay anything. I don't I don't write books. I don't do any of that. It'd be fun to write a book, and if I did, it would just probably be a simple PDF that I'd release on GarzaBrand.com or something like that for free. Twenty. I just don't want to do any paid courses. I really don't. I just want to be known. Because I know that what I have to offer can help everybody in America or around the world. I just know it. And um, I just think that delayed gratification is an art form. And um, delayed gratification is truly an art form. And I love it. Um, I think it's just underrated as hell. And... I just can't wait to keep helping you guys. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting a little sentimental and really excited, but this is f so much fun for me um, just to help as many people as I can. So I hope to get you guys on the right track. From the bottom of my heart, I really do guys hope you, hope you guys have a great uh, you know rest of the week and have an incredible night. Thank you, guys.